Welcome to the Better Eye Health Podcast with Damon P. Miller II, MD. This particular podcast is an excerpt from the weekly conference calls. Dr. Miller focuses on different topics connected to the Better Eye Health program. The topic of this session is, can vitamins alone be used to support the eyes? Here is Dr. Miller. The topic that I wanted to talk about today, and remember these are recorded, so uh, part of this is um, to have some of these uh, questions that keep coming up on the recordings. So the question that I wanted to address today that I get frequently um, is the kind of question people might ask if they're first considering the program. They've been told they have some serious eye problem. They've been told by their doctors there's nothing that can be done uh, except maybe to take some uh, eye vitamins. And so the thing I wanted to address is what happens if you only do what your eye doctor recommends, which is to take the, uh, the basic vitamins, something like the A-REDS formulas or Occuvite or one of those. Um, what could you expect? What would happen if you did not do anything beside that? And the reason I pose this as a question and address this today is that the answer to that is very well known. And a lot of the reason that's well known is from studies dating back to the 1950s and 1960s that have attempted to look at the effects of different vitamins and formulas and supplements on the natural history of these diseases. And when I say these diseases, I mean things like macular degeneration, retinitis pigmentosa, and Stargardt disease, these degenerative retinopathies, degenerative retinal diseases. And the, the results of hundreds, thousands of studies uh, have been interesting. One of the things they've shown is that there is no vitamin or combination of vitamins that anyone has ever been able to find that will stop or reverse these diseases. They simply slow down the course of these diseases. And the natural history of all of these diseases, these are degenerative diseases, is, to put it simply, over time, your eyes gradually get worse. Um, there is no point in any of these diseases where there is remission or things get better for a while. Um, what's more typical is that you may have something happen and you lose a certain amount of visual function and then you may plateau. Your vision may stabilize and it may stay that way for a few years, but then it'll slowly keep drifting down. And then if you have a disease, especially something like macular degeneration, there is a a consequence, or not a consequence so much as a complication in the later phases of this disease where you can leak or bleed into the retina and that can uh, cause damage very quickly. Damage meaning loss of vision and physical damage to the retina. And that's why uh, doctors are so aggressive about treating this. And in fact, when you hear today, this is 2016, when you hear about treatments for macular degeneration, what you're hearing about are the treatments for the complications. Um, and I, again, I use macular degeneration as sort of the, um, the common term for all these diseases because, number one, that is the most common of all of these different problems. But number two, uh, I feel it's 
fair to lump them all together because genetically these diseases are much more alike than they are different. Uh, there's one gene, the ABCR gene, that um, can look like macular degeneration. If you have that genetic defect, it can look like retinitis pigmentosa or it can look like Stargardt. So the, uh, these diseases are much more alike than they are different. And they all have a very similar uh, natural history. Uh, one of the differences being that things like RP, retinitis pigmentosa, and Stargardt disease, they can, the onset, the beginnings of problems can be earlier in your life. They can happen when you're still relatively young. Um, but the natural history is, just to put it simply, um, is progressive loss of vision, progressive damage to the retina, and the natural history does not, I repeat, does not include any kind of remission or period where things get better. Now, one of the reasons I say that is that you have to understand that this is well described, well studied, and so when something comes along, like the program we're doing, where even a few people get better, that is so outside the norm that it is remarkable. Um, and yet, even with that, with documented cases of people getting better, it's been very hard to get mainstream medicine interested in a program like this. Um, one of the hardest things in medicine is uh, defining, uh, I don't want to get too technical here, but uh, defining what's called the null set, defining what happens if you do nothing. And so one of the reasons that um, the standard for research in medical research is the double-blinded placebo-controlled study is that you can examine results from a study if it's a double-blinded placebo-controlled study and you can decide if the results are significant and meaningful or not even if you can't define the null set. So it's a disease, you know, a classic would be a disease like um, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. You know, in something like rheumatoid arthritis, people can go into remission where they, they may have a little bit of damage to their joints, but all the inflammation goes away and they're suddenly um, okay. And so, you know, if you're doing a study to do a treatment in a disease where it's possible that things can get just, just get better on their own, it's hard to know if the improvement that you see is due to the treatment that you did or whether it's just a natural healing, things got better on their own. When you're talking about a disease like macular degeneration, things never get better on their own. Never, ever, ever do they get better on their own. And so you've essentially defined the null set. And the reason that's important is that it means that even if you have just a few isolated cases, case reports, uh, even that data becomes meaningful because you know the definition of the null set. You know what happens if nothing is done. And so if something is done and people get better, it's by definition significant. So I just, I just say this um, because a lot of people feel that uh, they just want to not do anything, take their chances, and just take the vitamins their doctor recommends, and that's all they want to do. And they're essentially resigning themselves to a lifetime of seeing their vision dissipate and go away. Um, so I, that's all I want to say about that. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying this to be negative, because all of you who are on this call are doing something that's at the very least, at, at the very least, I would expect is going to stabilize your vision. You're not going to lose any more. And, you know, one of the reasons we've added these additional uh, 
calls with me to the program, you know, the three, six, nine month calls if you started more recently is um, to keep better track of this and to look more importantly for other things in your health that might be obstacles to your eyes getting better. Um, and so it's you know, important to realize that if you're doing everything we ask you to do and you're not getting better, then we need to be talking because there's something we're missing because this should work for everybody. And that's our goal is to have this be a program that just flat out works for everybody. Tune in for more podcasts and other presentations. Go to www.bettereyehealth.com. There is hope for sight.